Hey guys, thanks for joining us on Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel Las Vegas. Subscribe to us on Apple and Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify to get notified when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, PraiseChapelLasVegas.com, to find out more about us and give online. Thanks again for joining and enjoy today's message. I hope you got your swords with you tonight because uh, I got a, a, a lot of scriptures for you tonight. And a lot of this is going to be scripture tonight because this is more of a Bible study. Amen. Try. <laughs> Amen. It's been a while since I've been up here. All right, but God is good. You know what? So, first scripture I'm going to read out of tonight is Jeremiah 17, 7 and 8. It says, But blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. They will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. It does not fear when the heat comes. Its leaves are always green. It has no worries in the year of drought. It will never fail to bear fruit. Amen. It's amazing as we read God's Word. One thing about the Word of God is God's Word is going to penetrate our lives. All right? And no matter what we're going through, He says, even though... We can go through some storms in our life. We can go through some heat, some waves of heat in our lives. He says that our leaves are still going to be green. So this is, this is the Word of God. This is what God is telling us, that no matter what we're going through, we're still going to flourish. Amen? Amen to that? You know, and then he says even during the drought season, when we think that there's not enough water to sustain us, Guess what? He says that we will still bear fruit. This is how awesome God's Word is. When we get rooted in Him, when we get planted in Him, when we see what He can do in our lives, He wants us to flourish. He wants us to continue to grow. He wants us to continue to grow deeper in Him. It's all about knowing who He is. It's all about studying the Word of God. It's all about learning who He is and what He is and what He wants to do in our lives and letting the Word of God penetrate not just our heart, going into our mind, but into our hearts and meditating on it daily. This is what God wants to do in our lives. It's not just coming to church. It's, oh, I, I'm a Christian. I'm a, I believe in God. It's got to be more than that. If you title the message tonight, I told brother, all in. We got to go all the way in. We got to let God do something in our lives. We can't stay where we're at. We can't be the person that we want to be. We got to let His Word change our lives. In John chapter 7, on the last greatest day of the festival, Jesus stood and said in a loud voice, Let anyone who is thirsty come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, the scripture has said, rivers of living water will flow from within them. And he was talking about 
the receiving of the Holy Spirit after he leaves. He wants you to know that when you go all the way in with the Lord, that rivers of living water, the Holy Spirit is going to fill you, fill you, and fill you, and keep filling you. But you got to want it. you got to desire it. you got to grab a hold of it. You can't just say it's going to happen to you because you got to want it. People that want to have something happening in their lives during this uh, Recharge Wednesdays, they're going to want to show up. And if you don't see somebody here not showing up, tell them you should be here. Because that's what it's all about. They're not going to get charged up. And the thing is, is that our problem is that we can go home and we never open up our books. We never study the Word of God. We never read the Word of God. The only time we ever hear anything is when we come to church. Shame on us. You know what? Because we're never letting God move in our lives. We're never getting rooted properly. We're never going all the way in. In John chapter 4, Jesus is talking to a Samaritan woman. And, and, uh, and let me read on from there. It says, now Jesus learned that the Pharisees had heard that he was gaining and baptizing more to disciples than John, although in fact it was not Jesus who baptized, but his disciples. So he left Judea and went down once more into Galilee. Now he had to go through Samaria. So he came to a town in Samaria called Sitar. Near a plot of ground Jacob had given to his son Joseph. Jacob's well was there, and Jesus was tired and he was from his journey. And he sat down by the well and it was about noon. Then a Samaritan woman came to draw water, and Jesus said to her, Will you give me a drink? Because his disciples had gone into town to buy food. And the Samaritan woman said, You are a Jew, and I'm a Samaritan woman. How can you ask me for a drink? For the Jews don't, don't even associate with us Samaritans. Sorry about that. So Jesus answered her, If you knew the gift of God and who it was who asked you for a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. And the woman said, You have nothing to draw with from this well is deep. Where can we get this living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob, who had gave us the well and drank from it himself and also his sons and his livestock? Jesus was talking about receiving the living water. God is telling us to get rooted by the water, by the streams. And Jesus is telling us the water that we really, really, really need is that living water that he supplies. Jesus is our supplier. And the thing is is that we can plant ourselves, and there could be bad streams out there, bad water out there, but Jesus wants us to dip into the living water wants us to know who he is, what he can do in our lives. It's not just any water. He wants us to dip into the living water that's full of the Holy Spirit. Amen? This is what he wants to do in our lives. If you want to see God move in your lives, you got to want more. you got to want more 
of the Holy Spirit in your life. It's not just knowing who God is, saying, I believe in God. All our lives, as we were raised up, many of us were raised up in religious homes, and yeah, we believed that there was a God, but we didn't know about the Holy Spirit. We didn't know about Jesus dying on the cross. We didn't know that He died for our sins. We didn't know that He was our salvation. We didn't know that He was the Lord of Lord and the Kings of Kings. And yet now that we're saved, the Word of God tells us so. We know who He is. We know He's the Messiah. We know that He was the, the one that was coming. We know that He is the Lamb of God. We know that He was the one that was going to go to the cross. We know that He was the one that was going to come out of that grave. We know that He's the one that resurrected from the dead and sits at the right hand of God. We know who He is. That's who we need to know, who He is. If we're going to get rooted, we need to know who He is. You can't just come to church and just say, I believe. No, He wants you to know that you know that you know that that you know that you know that you know that you know that he's in in your life it's just not saying I, I'm a Christian there's too many people out there today saying I'm a Christian they don't even know what Christianity is about because without Jesus you don't have the father in your life and we need the father we need the son and we need the Holy Spirit and the book of John chapter 1 it says in the beginning was a word and the word was with God and the word was God and the word was in the beginning God was he was with God in the beginning and through him all were made without him nothing was made that has been made and in him was life and the life was the light of all mankind the light shines in darkness and darkness has not overcome it amen darkness can't overcome what jesus wants to do in your life in the book of genesis if you read the message version of genesis it says the spoken word of god created all things the spoken word of god created the sun the moon and the stars and the heavens above and the earth and the sea and the oceans and the creatures in the oceans and and the mountains and the birds and the, all the creatures that roam the land and all the trees and everything that had breath he brought to life by speaking his word this is what god does in our lives he wants us to re realize that it's the, the Word of God. Jesus is the Word of God. Jesus was here in the beginning. It was Jesus' Word that spoke into our lives that brought us new life and brought us out, out of that life of a dead life that we were in. It was the Word of God that brought life into us. It was the Word of God that raised us from the dead. It was the Word of God that cleansed us and washed us from our sins and made us whole and righteous and holy before God. It didn't happen on our own. We couldn't do anything about it. We couldn't say anything or do anything. We couldn't change our circumstances. We could have tried all the programs. You could try AAA and AAA. I don't care what you try. I know because I tried to do things on my own and I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it without the help of God. I couldn't do it without Jesus Christ coming into my life. I couldn't do it. But the day that I asked the Lord to come in my life, everything changed. Everything changed in my life. That very hour, things changed. That very moment when I crawled upon the Lord Jesus Christ, my life changed. I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know what was happening. All I knew is something took place 
place in my life. All I knew is that I didn't have to drink anymore. All I knew is I didn't need drugs anymore. All I knew is that he brought deliverance in my life that very hour. And that was because I just trusted and believed in God and started getting rooted that very moment. In Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12, he says, Therefore, wait, oh, let me get back to the right scripture. Hebrews 4, 12, it says, For the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any two-edged sword. It penetrates even the dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts, the attitudes of the heart, Nothing in all creation is hidden from God's sight. Everything is uncovered and laid bare before the eyes of him of whom to whom we must give an account. Amen. The word of God touches us. The word of God changes us. It was the word of God that penetrated our hearts. It was the word of God that touched our lives and changed us. It was the word of God that tells us what we need to hear, not what we want to hear. Too many people come to church and want to hear what they want to hear. But God tells you what you need to hear to change your life, to see real change and real faith in your life. That's what we our motive, our motto. Bleah. See? See what he does to you? But faith. You take that faith. And something's going to happen. You got to take that faith and move with it. If you don't do anything with it, nothing's going to happen. You can hear the word of God, but if you don't put it to work in your life, nothing's going to happen. You can have all the word you want, but if you're not doing anything with it, it's not going to do you any good. You're not going to change. You're not going to move from where you're at. You're not going to change your atmosphere. You're not going to change what's going on in your home. You're not going to change what's going on in your family or your children. Because, see, the Word of God needs to be active and, and sharper than any two-edged sword, touching everything that's going on in your life. That's what God wants to do. That's when you're going all the way in, all the way in, not just part of the way you got to go all the way, all the way, so God can do something. In, in Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2, it says, Therefore I urge you, brothers and sisters, to view the God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is the true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good and pleasing and perfect will for your life. That's what the Word of God's going to do. It's going to transform you. It's going to take you and put you where He wants you to be at. You can't be where you want to be at anymore. God wants to do things in people's lives, and people don't want God to do anything in their lives. That's why they don't read the Word of God. That's why they close the book. That's why it just sits there and collects dust. I grew up in a religious home, and my mom let that Bible sit on the coffee table year after year after year. Then finally one day, she said, oh, let's open it up and read. So she opens it up. We read, oh, I can't understand this, and closed it, and that's the last time that we ever did it. Pretty sad. That's what happens when you get religious. 
People come to church, but we get religious. We, we think that we, we come to church and we, we hear enough preaching, that's all we need. No, God wants you to go all the way in and keep reading and keep studying and keep learning and keep changing and keep growing and growing and growing and going deeper and deeper and deeper. He, all the way, all the way He wants you to go. Not just some of the way, not just part of the way. All the way. And I have one last scripture here tonight. And it's actually a scripture that Sister Bloom used on Sunday. Thank you. And, and, I, and as I read it, because I'm going to read two of, the, two of the verses, verse 23 and 24 of Jeremiah chapter 9. This is what the Lord says. Let not the wise boast in their wisdom, or the strong boast in their strength, or the rich boast in their riches. But let the one who boasts boast about this, that they have the understanding to know me, that I am the Lord who exercises kindness, justice, and righteousness on earth. For, for in these I delight, declares the Lord. Amen. God, God delights in how we are. If we boast about him, he's going to be glorified. We worship him, he's going to be glorified. When we dance and sing and shout, it's all about because of what he's done in our lives. People boast about everything that they have in the world, but that doesn't please God. God is looking for somebody that will deny themselves of the things of this world and trust in him and boast about what he's doing.